Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, Jump fans. How you doing? I didn't know how to do this intro. I didn't know how to set this up. This story is so unbelievable that I didn't know what words to say. In 2009, the summer, it changed this man's life forever. So, you know, I'm just going to let you listen to the show, and it's all about wow. This story is going to touch you, shock you, and make you really think about your life. My interview with Anthony Liu will change your life. Stay tuned. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews Jr., Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another show of Jump. Yes, here's a show podcast where I bring you the interesting of the interesting, the top of the top, and people that you might not know about that have a story that I know will get you going. Because all it is is you just need that helping hand to jump, to jump into greatness. So I have my guest on the line, and I just can't wait. I'm, I'm actually super excited. Let me give you some background before we start. I just met this gentleman like two weeks ago. And the vibe that we're going back and forth, he is super cool, super chill, and I just like the vibe that he's pushing out, and I know that his whole being and what he, he's standing for and what he's doing is going to help somebody out there. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Anthony Lou. Give him a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you Hello. very much. Hey, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. All right. Well, before we go on, I got to give a big shout out to Calvin Shaw. He's the one that hooked us up together. Yep. Right? So if it wasn't for him, this would not be happening. But yeah, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. Very, very, very well. All right. So here's the thing. I've been doing some background research on you. Yep. And I've been seeing that there's some videos out there. So you're slowly creeping out on the scene right now. (laughs) Yeah, you can put it that way. (laughs) So tell everybody what's your story. All right. Well, basically, I guess I'll just start at the beginning. Uh, It started about nine years ago, September 30th, 2009. I was working as an apprentice mechanic at Auto Boy Service Center in Pickering. And, you know, it was a regular day on the job, just fixing some cars. Uh, Long story short, they asked if I could help bring some cars down the street at lunchtime. And I said, sure, why not? These were scrap cars, inoperable. And I was basically going to be steering these down the road. 
So as I was steering it down the road, we get to the scrapyard. Again, a whole bunch of stuff happens, but I get pushed up onto the weigh-in scale. They get the weight of the vehicle. It's time for me to exit. I'm looking to the left-hand side of the scale to park the car, jump out and go back to work. The crane operator comes swinging around with the big magnet with the claws attached to it, drops it on the car, crushes me inside. He then proceeds to pick me up to 15 feet in the air. And that's when uh, one of the other workers in the yard jumped out and said, somebody's still inside the car. And at that moment, he panicked and dropped me from 15 feet back down to the ground. And uh, that's kind of when I woke up. You know, it was just like yeah, in the hold movies. Hold <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You, you, you can't just drop it like that and say, okay, that's no. So hold on, hold on. Let's, let's take it back. Let's take it back. So, because my uh, right now, all of my listeners just went, uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so hold on. So you, 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 I'm, I'm picturing it right now. You go up in the machine, just like the movies, right? Yeah. And then it's it's where the the thing crushes it together and picks it no, up. No, 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 no. So that's everybody's uh, perception of what happened. Okay. So this is the big uh, magnet that hangs from the crane. Yes, yes. With yes. the claws on it, so it's not actually the where they put the car into when it crushes it flat right down. Okay. It, it wasn't that. I wasn't at that point yet. Okay. Whew. Yeah, but what was about to happen is the guy said he was about to flip the car onto the roof and rip the tires off of those claws. Oh, Lord. Yes. Okay. So uh, it was about 20,000 tons of force that came down onto the car. Okay, so now you're in the car, he drops the car, and then what happened? I wake up. <laughs> so the initial impact knocked me out. I was out for probably about 10 seconds. Yes. And when he dropped the car, I woke up. Uh, my hands were still on the steering wheel, okay. and the roof was about six inches away from my head. At that moment, it was kind of just like, thank God, because I knew what had happened, and right. I was alive. Okay. So everybody came running to the car, and the paramedics showed up. They airlifted me to Sunnybrook, and uh, that's where life really changed. Okay, so now, before all that, what were you doing before? Because it says here you're a superstar athlete. Yes, yes. So I was uh, among the top in the nation for the hurdles. Top in the nation, okay. Yeah. Um, so what's you know, I was, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting story. I was a high school athlete. I won officer for the hurdles. I was looking to go away on a dual scholarship, but, okay. uh, you know, I had a little bit too much fun. And, uh, you know, I was a, an athlete first before a student. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, long story short, I missed out on that opportunity. I ended up working at uh, Auto Boys in the event that, you know, my athletic career did not pan out. I needed to have a plan B. Right. And that's what this and that's when this happened. So So before we go on, what school did you go to? I was at Pickering High School. Alright, so there everybody at Pickering got, <laughs> everybody at Pickering High School just got a big up, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Alright, so track athlete. It didn't pan out because, you know, back in the days, we didn't think of that 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 education was going to go with hand in hand. We didn't know that back then. Right? Honestly, you know what I thought about it? It's just it was one of those things where I was such an amazing athlete and I yeah. had so much going for me that I really didn't need a plan B. If I had done everything that I needed to at the appropriate times. Right. None of this would have ever happened to me. And that's okay. what I go when I speak to kids about now and I say just... Do what you need to do at the appropriate time, and you right. can avoid a lot of the stresses in life later on. Okay, so now, track athlete, 
didn't pan out as much, but there's still hope. So you you gotta fall back on something. Most you go work at the garage. No. Nope. When you're working, when you go into the garage, then this happens. You're at Sunnybrook. Continue. All right. So Sunnybrook, one week in ICU, another three and a half weeks on their trauma ward there. And again, I didn't really leave my bed. It was just trying to figure out, you know, my body right? at that right. point. So then somebody comes to me and says, "You're going to go to rehab." And I was like, all right, whatever. can't be too much different than the hospital. (laughs) But it was. Everybody was in wheelchairs. You're sharing rooms. It was my house, essentially, right? Everything that was in my bedroom got moved to rehab because I spent three months there. You were hearing, seeing, and smelling things that you had no business hearing or seeing or smelling from other people, right? Right. So it was extremely humbling. Uh, learning to use a wheelchair, learning to eat again, sleep because I was a slumming or a slumming, a stomach sleeper, okay. and with two rods and eight screws in my back after the surgery, it was extremely uncomfortable to lie on my stomach. So it took me about a year and a bit just to get back to lying on my stomach and uh, sleeping comfortably. So it was basically just learning to view life through a different lens and adapting. So hold on, let's let's let everybody know this and be clear because you dropped the world the word wheelchair, you dropped the world the word um, screws in your back. So what was the diagnosis? Uh, paralyzed waist down. So I broke my back right around my belly button, and they okay. classify me as a complete injury. So they say no sensa- sensation or feeling or anything waist down. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then now you're going you're, you're going into rehab to learn how to do it all over again. Correct. I, I was a baby. I was a baby, literally. You know, getting help to sit up, to eat, all that stuff, right? Until I was able to, about, about a month and a half in, I started getting out of bed on my own into the wheelchair, transferring into the wheelchair, and wheeling myself around the facility, physiotherapy, occupational therapy... You know, just everything that you need to know in order to get back to a normal or somewhat normal life in society, right? Right. So then the question is, and everybody's going to be like, I can see it right now. They're all listening. They're like, ask him, ask him. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you. No. Your your, your mindset. Oh, mindset. I thought you were going to say lawsuit. No. See, that was my original question when you said the guy picked you up, man. I was thinking, boy, if Johnny Cochran was around, trust me. <laughs> no, that that I won't even get into because yeah, that's just just that's just a wow factor. Yeah, but but for me, for for me, it's it's more more beneficial than even the lawsuit in my mind is how's your mindset after this. Uh, it was it was rough at the beginning, but I am extremely fortunate. I'm blessed. You know, I grew up in the church, and the way that my parents raised me, my mother just instilling every day, you know, you can do anything with God. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay. So that was like the first thing. But the second thing was the support network. When I saw how many people showed up at the hospital within hours of my injury... As I was wheeling into surgery, people were there. Like, I cannot explain to you the support that I've had from the very get-go. Just a couple days ago, I was able to meet the paramedics that actually picked me up. So the Durham paramedics and the ambulance, the 
chopper guy that picked me up and flew me to Sunnybrook and just being able to hear everything and the way that they're supporting my my journey, my story now too, it's it's honestly amazing. And it, it makes everything that much easier um, when everybody's there to help you get through whatever is put in your path. So, so you had that strong foundation and that's what kind of helped you get to this next level. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. So now most people would say, you know, I titled this, this podcast for for you is uh, never stay down because I look at you and just to let the listeners know, you can watch a couple of his videos. You've been on breakfast television, right? You've been on some other talk shows talking about your story. Why is it that that you keep going now? You'd never stay down. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. I think it's always just kind of been me. I've always had that go-getter attitude. Um, I don't think anybody's ever really asked me that question before. You might have stumped me for a second. (laughs) (laughs) It's... uh, Especially after the injury, you realize just how precious life is. And I realize, especially, again, when I lost the scholarship and everything that I worked so hard for going through high school, I realized that I had screwed up and, you know, I went down the wrong path for a little while. But again, just being who I was, I said, don't give up on yourself. There is so much left in life to do and to live and to see. So... You know, it's just been one of those things. And surrounding yourself with good people too, right? That's something that I cannot stress enough. My mom would always say, she says, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. And I was like, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, right? As you grow up and you mature and you see the way things are and the way people act, it's it all falls into place. And I know now that I was destined for greatness. Okay, you know, everything happens okay. for a reason and... I'm not at all upset about what happened because I know God has a plan for my life and I cannot wait to see where I'm going to end up in the next even year because that's how my life is going right now. It's so amazing. Wow. Wow. But then, <laughs> see, just to hear you talk like that is why I said I want to because I'll be honest with you, there's people out there in your same situation. They say, oh, yeah, I'm OK. I'm OK. But I can actually hear it in your voice. I can actually see it like when you're, you know, on stage or doing your interviews. This is this is a real thing. Like you actually embody this whole feeling of betterment. Honestly, you have no idea. It's a it's a daily. What, what half a day? Guy, I've never heard anyone say that yet. It's a daily struggle, but um, and that's why I say half day because. Sometimes the morning half of the day is extremely difficult and the second half will get a little bit easier, but it's one of those things where you just got to keep on going, right? Hurdles were my specialty in high school and that's just the way I'm viewing life. It's 
one more yeah. hurdle that I'm just gonna jump over and run right through kind of thing so I like how you put I like how you put that together I like that one that was a good one that was a good one <laughs> it, it's, it's it's the truth man it's the truth yeah, like I like how you put that together because you, you you look at your situation and most most people be like they didn't want to even talk about you know the hurdles or talk about anything you look at what you've done and you're using it as a betterment for yourself and you're like yo if it if it's not those hurdles i had to conquer to be famous or to to help other people these are the hurdles i got to do so this is what i got to do that's it that's it right so if you don't mind asking how old are you right now i'm 30 years old okay and this happened when when i was 21 so nine years at the end of this month september 30th will be nine years right but then the question i have is you're just coming out now like you you're doing what you need to do now why why did it take so long why do you think this is the time for you i've been it's interesting just because of a lot of the the legal stuff i haven't been able to say anything and i've been pretty shy too um you know i'm not really one to ask for anything or put myself out there like that but with what i've had to go through what i'm still going through right now that i can't even really talk about in terms of like the legal stuff right it's ridiculous the way the system is set up it will not allow you to get ahead to better yourself and this is why i'm starting to speak up now because if i'm going through this being the person that i am with the attitude and the support that i have behind me right. and there's days where i'm still sitting in the couch kind of like what the hell am i going to do What's yes. it like for somebody else that doesn't have a voice, doesn't have right. the support, doesn't have a family, doesn't have God? Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so I can't, it's just, it's one of those things where I need to get out and do more. This is my platform now. And like I said, this happened for a reason. I have to use my voice and my position to do whatever I can. So then as I'm reading your profile, you're not just giving up on the Olympic dream. Tell everybody a little bit about that. Ah, okay, so there was a, a huge void in my life, and that's where I've kind of been for those past couple of years, where my focus has been solely on sports, and I haven't really been doing too much of anything else. And now I'm like, okay, you need to get back into the community. But as I mentioned, there was that void. I started playing wheelchair basketball, and the wheelchair was like a new lease on life for me. So I said, I'm going to try everything. I'm not going to limit myself. So I tried basketball, I tried skiing, um, the hand cycle, which is a bicycle, and everything pretty well stopped there. I tried golf, but that's super expensive, and you know, golf is one of those sports that you can practice your whole life and still suck at it. <laughs> so yeah. I never got to compete as, a, as an able-bodied cyclist. I loved riding my bike everywhere. It went hand-in-hand -hand with my running and track. So. When my buddy lent me his his hand cycle, I decided to jump on that. It's a Paralympic event. And for the past three and a half years, I've been super focused and competitive on the bike. I've been riding for about five. But, um, and you know, that's kind of where I've been. Just trying to get up to speed, the fundraising, the strengthening that it takes to, you know, pull your body weight on a bike up a mountain for 42 kilometers for over three and a half hours. It's a... Uh, it's not an easy road, but it's a road that I, I definitely do love. So it's it's absolutely amazing. Life so is now, good. So so now you're into uh, super training, super right? Super training, yep. Yeah, and then like you said, there there's a sponsor. So before we move on, please tell everybody your website. My website is www.anthonylu.com. 
And Lou is spelled L-U-E. All right. So that's Anthony Lou. Dot com and that's L-U-E and there, the reason I'm asking everybody to make sure you go take a look at his page there is a sponsor where you can sponsor him okay yes for and, sure and you want to get him to this next level like you said we can all help him get over the next hurdle and he's dedicated he's a man that is dedicated and he's going to represent us and I think it's in 2020 right correct that's right in so, Tokyo in Tokyo so we want to make sure that we see you up there doing your thing Introducing Promo Caribbean, the Caribbean's number one mobile app. The only app you'll need to stay current on local and regional news, jobs, business listings, parties, attractions, travel, and much more. Whether you're in the Caribbean, Canada, the U.S., the U.K., or anywhere in the world, this revolutionary app allows you to connect, engage, and support your Caribbean community through your mobile device. Reach the whole Caribbean community from the palm of your hands. Download the Promo Caribbean app now for free at the App Store and Google Play. When you go to speak to young teens, right? What is the real message you're telling them? Don't give up on life, no matter what happens to you. Because, you know, we all have our challenges and our difficulties or differences in life. And people will say to me, I don't know how you did what you did. And what I say to them is, you never know what you can do until you're put in a position, right? That's one thing. But the other thing is just like, like I said, you're going to go through all sorts of stuff. Kids will go through divorces. They, bullying is huge now in high school, right? Yes, Social yes. media is ridiculous. So it's one thing is just instilling that confidence in people and, and kids and teens of, the, of today just to let them know that they're special. Because one, they're probably not hearing that at home. But mm-hmm. two, when they're seeing all these people on social media that have these productions behind them, you know they don't see all that stuff they just see all the followers <laughs> and the likes and they're like oh well i'm not special or i'm not important and it's just right, one of those messages right. like you know you are important you are special you have the ability to do amazing things you just have to put your mind to it right, right. and right. uh i have several different messages to to tell young kids and the youth of tomorrow which just being able to get in front of them and sit down and honestly i try not to vomit all over everybody because it's one of those things where i want to just tell you everything, tell you all about my whole situation and the injustice that people are going through on a day-to-day basis. I tell my mom, I'm like, listen, the first person through the door always gets shot, right? And it's, right. Um, I think I'll be one of those people because it's not fair. It is mm-hmm. not fair what people on ODSP, Ontario Works, you know, any sort of social assistance are going through because even if you want to get ahead, they don't give you the opportunity to. Right. right. So uh, it's, man, I just really appreciate the fact that you recognize that I am trying to do something here. And you gave me the platform and the opportunity to share my story and to hopefully inspire some people that are going through whatever it is that they're going through to just not give up and persevere. Well, no, at the end of the day, it's like you inspire us because here's the thing people understand that why we do what we do okay people are like well you know why do you do this podcast why do you spend all this money to edit and do all this stuff and get these guests on there because even if it helps one person that's it that one person that comes to you afterwards that listened to the podcast that maybe he got bullied maybe he did something and he listened to this interview and say hey if he can do it i can do it so here's the question you, you've been speaking now how long you've been speaking now for about eight years now okay 
So tell us that that's one that you must get that one person or that one feedback or email or something that you spoke to them or saw them and they and they kind of touch you. Can you give us a little story about that one? <laughs> there, you know, there was two that came to mind, but there okay. is one for sure that I can tell you about. Okay. Um, well, okay, I'll tell you about both. The first one was I spoke at a school. Kids will come up to me after and they'll say, you know, you inspired me, blah, 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 whatever the case is. Then I get an email or a Facebook message later on that night from one of the kids that said, you know, there was a lot of people around you. I didn't want to come up and bug you, whatever the case is, but I really want to thank you for your message because I didn't think that I was going to be living much longer. Wow. And, uh, you know, as I tell you that I get goosebumps and it was one of those things where I'm not a counselor or anything like that. And it's just kind of like, I spoke to her for a little while and, you know, try to help her as much as I could and direct her to people that could actually help her. But, and I'm not exactly sure what had happened. Right. But the fact that she reached out, it was kind of like, like you said, that one person. Uh, Going forward from that one, there was a young kid. His name is Austin Riley. He's autistic. And uh, again, another presentation at a school. He came up to me after. He said, hi, my name's Austin. I loved your presentation. I'm a race car driver. And I was kind of like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, you're in high school and I love cars. Like, yeah, you have, I love cars. Okay. So immediately I stopped talking to all the rest of the kids and he was explaining to me that he's autistic mm-hmm. and he drives a go-kart. Okay. And because the go-kart goes so fast, his brain is moving at normal speeds when it's going that fast. Right. So, uh, long story short, we've developed a relationship over the past couple years. He comes to my events. I go to his events. He's now racing in a a Canadian series called the Nissan Micro Cup series. Okay. And, uh, he will be moving up without a doubt. Um, absolute inspiration, but to see how I've inspired him and again, how he's inspired me to keep on going and the things that he's accomplished going around and just spreading the world about autism and just you know, raising awareness, we're on the same kind of path. It's It's been one of those things where he gave back to me. And two weeks ago, I was at Mossport in a go-kart racing around the track for the first time in my life. And it was one of the things that, again, being in a wheelchair, I didn't think that I was going to be able to do. But where there's a will, there's a way, right? Yes, Never yes. ever give up on your goals or your dreams, your aspirations, because if you put it out there, somebody will reach out to you and and make it happen well see i'm gonna kind of shift a little bit on this one only because i only because i have you here and only because you know you're you're the only person can tell us the real deal right right tell us the thing that you want people to know about people in wheelchair and what i mean by that is you know I, i had a friend okay he had a disability and every time someone saw him, they overdid it. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, he's like, dude, you know, like, I know I have a disability, but I'm fine. But they always overdo it. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I, I get what you're saying now. And then when I was hanging out with him, I could see it. Yep. So I had the point, at one point, I was like, dude, let's just use it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, hey, if they want to get us some extra chairs and some juice and this and that. <laughs> Right, but he's like, nah, man. But some days it's just like it's frustrating. It is. So it I'm is like, definitely. I'm like, okay, I got you. You're the wheelchair guy, right? <laughs> I'm the wheelchair guy. <laughs> Tell us, man. Tell us. Uh, so the first thing is, is that 
you know, we're just like anybody else. You respect, and I have it tattooed on my right bicep. And okay. on the left one is love. Love and okay. respect. You treat everybody the way that you want to be treated, right? Okay. If I see an able-bodied person struggling with something, mm-hmm. and I can help them, I'm going to go over and say, you know what? Do you need a hand? Can I help you with that? Right. If you don't see somebody struggling with something, don't just go over and ask because they probably don't need it. But if like somebody's going through a door and you can see them possibly struggling or there's no automatic button there to open the door, that's right. when you can offer a hand. And at the okay. end of the day, it's like you go up to somebody and you'll ask. You just ask a question. Because mm-hmm. I'll be in the store, the grocery store, right. looking at coffee. Perfect example. I don't know what coffee I want to buy. And uh, the gentleman next to me thought that I couldn't reach the top one. And he's like, do you need me to get that for you? And I'm like, no, no, no. I just can't make up my mind. He's like, all right, let me know if you need anything. He's like, all right, thanks. And it's, uh, it's that okay. simple, right? It's that easy. Right, right. But when you're running back through two sets of doors to open the door for me, and I don't even use the automatic door opener, it's <laughs> that's the overdoing it that you're, you're talking about, right? Okay, okay, And okay. so uh, it's just, it, it's one of those things. But at the end of the day, it's... What I really want people to know is that we are people too. If you give us the opportunity to do things, to get into different venues, to showcase our talents and abilities, to speak and show you our minds, you will be blown away. Right. Because people that may not be able, perfect example, Stephen Hawking, right? He probably couldn't, I don't know too much about his situation and physical impairments and stuff like that. I don't know if he could feed himself or whatnot, but one of the greatest minds the world has ever known. And he was in a wheelchair. He probably couldn't get up one flight of stairs. But at the end of the day, the amount of people's lives that he changed was enormous. So I know several people like that. Artists, I know people that are brilliant business people, but they just have these barriers in society that don't allow them to live their life to the fullest potential. Right. So if you could go back, right? Look at the young 20-year-old of yourself. <laughs> okay? You know, the, I, I don't know if you were kicking the afro back then, but I was. But that's, that's, a, that's a different story. I, 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 had, I had an S-curl. I had an oh, S-curl. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, but... <laughs> Uh, All right, moving All along, right. moving yeah. along. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> what What would you tell yourself besides not doing the S curl? What, what would you tell yourself? <laughs> I would have told myself, have a little bit more fun because your life is about to change. I, 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 hold on. I was not <laughs> expecting that, you know. I was not expecting that answer. You, you, you're like, uh, have a little bit more fun because your life is about to change. I thought that you were going to say, like, you know, study hard, be careful. No, that 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 answer just threw me. Why, <laughs> why, what, do you, what do you mean have a little bit more fun? Uh, you're getting the real Anthony right now. Okay. You've had him the whole time, but generally I wouldn't answer like that. Yeah. Um, because people are like, would you go back and change it? And I say, no, I wouldn't. And that's where that this answer comes from, because okay. uh, I only really have one true regret, and that's getting mm-hmm. on a motorcycle. I would have done that, mm-hmm. but I probably would have died anyway. So okay. it's, it's one of those things. I just didn't want to have any regrets 
going oh, forward. Okay. So right. uh, that's where that answer comes from. Okay. I I did a lot of silly things while I was up and walking. I lost the scholarship, but at the end of the day, if I didn't go through those experiences, it wouldn't have made me who I am today. Right. And right. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be on this podcast. I wouldn't be able to do the things that I'm doing and speak to the people that I do, and and visit the places that I get to go to. So, it's, yeah, I wouldn't go back and change it, but. Yeah, I don't know what I would tell. I, I really wouldn't tell the 20-year-old anything else because I wouldn't change it. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Here's the last question before I let you go, and and, and I, I I think this is my tagline because I've been asking everybody in the show, and it, I'm getting such beautiful answers and interesting answers, and just weird like, it's, so, like <laughs> so don't mess it up is what you're saying. <laughs> no pressure. It's just my signature. No, all jokes aside. All jokes aside. No, here's the thing. Okay, when you leave this earth, what is your legacy? What do you want your legacy to be left behind? And the only reason I'm asking, because just the other day, someone I heard someone talking about it, and a light bulb kicked into my in my head. And I was like, "Wow, I didn't even think about legacies. I didn't think about what you know. If I leave the earth, would somebody say, oh yeah, Charles did this and Charles did that, or my son could say that's my dad because blah 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 blah.' I never thought of that. Did you think about your legacy? I've thought about it a lot to an extent. Um, I know that." And it's weird the way I think about it. It's always my funeral. It's like I, I want like a million people to be at my funeral, and I think <laughs> okay. that speaks volumes as to who you were as a person, right? Right. And I just want everybody to say that he was an amazing person that made a difference in this world that helped a lot of people. That at the end of the day, that's the person I want to be. I want to be able to be known as someone that helped a lot of people and, and made life a lot easier because you know we all know life is extremely difficult at times and you know sometimes people need a break or whatever it might be but you know to be able to lend that helping hand to pull somebody out of a situation whatever it may be whether it's financial or stress whatever it is to to know that you help somebody is you can't pay me for that you know what i mean yeah so yeah um, I don't know if that's a great answer or not, but <laughs> <laughs> that's your answer, and I love it that it's yours, and that's what it yes. is. You make it, you make it who you wanted to be. Yes, yes, yes. So, Anthony, thank you so much for being on my show, ladies and gentlemen. You have been listening to Jump, and here it is: a man that realized that he can change the world now, ever before than he did before, and that's interesting to know that. Hey, life just moves on. It doesn't stop. Life keeps going. So follow Anthony's path. You know what I mean? And we're going to root for you. 2020, look out for him. Make sure you go to his website, Anthony Lou. That's L-U-E dot com. Oh, so Anthony, will- can I put in one more thing? Go ahead. Sorry. I am planning a fundraising gala November 10th at the Jubilee Pavilion in Oshawa. It is going to be absolutely amazing. Live entertainment, silent auction, live auctions, three course meal. It's going to be a bomb. So if you, right. I'd love to have you out. All right. Sounds good. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for listening. 
If you liked the show or have a comment, we would love to hear from you. Join our mailing list, and as always, check out our special deals links below. I hope this has inspired you to look at your life and jump. See you next week. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.